Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CoinPass podcast. My name is Jeff Hancock, and on this podcast, we talk about fintech, blockchain, crypto, and trading. And today, we're talking about a very serious but yet interesting topic, and I want to keep it as light as possible and informative as possible. We're talking about businesses adapting to COVID conditions. And today, my guest, my guest joins me from City AM. Uh, City AM today are the only mainstream publisher that have a dedicated and regular section covering AI, blockchain, crypto, digital assets, fintech, IoT and tokenization. CryptoM is supplemented by a number of very active WhatsApp groups, Telegram groups, and numerous networking events. And joining me from CDM is the crypto insider himself, James Bowater. He's best known as a leading commentator and influencer in the UK blockchain and digital asset space. James founded the Crypto AM in partnership with London's City AM newspaper in June of 2018 as a double page spread. In associated with City AM, he organized the inaugural City AM uh, Crypto AM Awards uh, in 2019, as 2020, I should say, sorry, 2020, <laughs> uh, as well as founded the Longin Blockchain Forum, uh, one of the leading cross community platforms across Telegram, Meetup, WhatsApp for the UK AI, blockchain, and crypto space. With all of this, James has established himself as one of the main advisors to a number of projects and equally known for connecting people and companies together in this space. I mean, James, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Hello, Jeff. That was a very long intro. <laughs> so what we do, I want to give the listeners a, a full breadth on it, on exactly the kind of skill and experience we, we bring to the uh, uh, we bring to the space on the show. Well, uh, I'm, obviously I'm, it's... I'm, I'm quietly quarantining in, um, in my house. I mean, he's got back from France. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I've read the rule. I think I'm allowed to go and walk with the dog, so that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it safe, etc. Yeah, no, yeah. For, for sure. I mean, even um, and what we're talking about today, you know, adapting business in in kind of COVID, and and you're still out there. You're still extremely active across uh, all of the mediums. Uh, you know, across the WhatsApp, across the Telegrams, going out there, meeting meeting people, doing everything that's kind of going on in your yeah. in your in your work life. How have you found it? I suppose productivity wise over the last few months with some of these restrictions being lifted a little bit, but still well, a, a bit of an imposing, you know, sort of second wave that could be out there. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, look, I mean, I think that the, the, the most important sort of thing to take on board from my point of view anyway, was that, that, you know, um, we had this wonderfully successful, you know, crypto, um, inaugural crypto M 2020 awards. I have a funny feeling I might be speaking to one of the winners. Um, and if, if you remember, well, you weren't there. <laughs> Sorry, you were in, you were in Switzerland. I was in Switzerland. I did, I sent I sent our CTO yeah, well, Paul in um Paul, in place. Paul Tilly, Paul Tilly was there instead. I think he had a really good time. Um, he would have reported that it was a very, well, I think it was a very well received um event. Yes, um, there's always teething problems with new things. Um, and not least of all, COVID. We only had one pullout, however. Um, from Germany, um, who just you know, I think they used COVID as a as a as a reason to not do it. Um, I think they were not going to do it anyway. Actually, <laughs> my honest opinion. Um, and every I think very few no shows. Um, mm. And you know, but you, you just had that sort of kind of disbelieving. There was a bit of jokiness, you know, with all that, that sort of the COVID greeting and obviously the Lord Mab, um, William Russell and his wife Hillary were there. And obviously we've been mm. very, very courteous about the elbow greeting and, you know, no touching and things, but there was a sort of slightly jokey vibe to it. Mm. But then suddenly things got very real very quickly. And, mm. and 
I was due to go to an event the following week on the 17th of March for St. Patrick's Day. And, and, and I mean, again, I mean, I, I went to the event, but it was, you know, instead of 256 people, it was 35. Mm. So obviously quite usefully, we were totally socially distanced. But I mean, as you know, events need promotion and publicity and, and coverage. And, and we all agreed, actually, it was inappropriate to talk about the event at all. Mm. Because suddenly there was this sort of sudden realization that this is actually quite serious in terms of in terms of the lockdown measures. Now, whether or not everyone has the, I mean, look, the benefit of hindsight is an amazing thing. I mean, you know, has it been too draconian? I don't know. Um, but what I would say is that one of the things that we that I did immediately at the beginning was set up a, a COVID-19 alert WhatsApp group for Crypto AM. And that's been an incredible source of um, dialogue, information and everything that mm. goes with it. I mean, there are about 180 members around the world um, who share their insights to what's going on locally and things like that. And I think certainly like with SARS back in the day, um, uh, you know, the, the, the avian flu thingy, um, where this kind of worry was 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 being propagated and it never came to pass. However, what it did do is it created um, a lot of uh, learning for China. Yeah. And I know that I know that a lot of the many of the reasons that Chinese were able to respond so brilliantly and, and quickly within their own community was that they had all those facilities left over from SARS days that only just been mothballed and been. Mm. So they were able to reactivate it very quickly. They kind of knew what they needed to do in position-wise. But also, as a consequence of that, don't forget that the um, things like um, uh, Alibaba came out of the, all of that because the, the 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 need for online shopping. So I'm now getting fintech. Mm. You know, the online shopping explosion was was very much born out of that that, yeah. that, that situation and. And I think fast forward to what we've experienced. I mean, we're doing this by Zoom. Um, very nice backdrop, by the way. Mine's real. <laughs> <laughs> Mine, mine's real. Um, uh, no, I mean, I think that the, I mean, lots of people are going to moan about lots of things, but, you know, a lot, a lot of what I call, uh, you know, everyone refers to zombie businesses. There's going to be some nasty fallout from this and, mm. and, 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 you know, probably deserving companies, you know, getting lost that would, that will be sad. Um, but then now look, now, now let's look at what's happened with Apple. Mm. So we, 42, 42 years to get to a trillion dollar valuation and then two years to get to a two, two trillion. Yeah. Um, and we've picked up a really few interesting things there, especially around, you know, uh, you mentioned China and SARS and the online shopping and, and I suppose, uh, you know, readiness um, for, you know, a pandemic like this. I don't think anyone can really be truly kind of ready and tested until it actually happens, right? But we saw, you know, peak consumerism and peak, you know, issues uh, in the UK around being able to get food delivery, about being able to get to a store, and it really tested some of those logistical, yeah. you know, issues about, you know, when it really, really gets to, to the push and pull of it, you know, can these logistical supply lines actually, you know, survive? And some of them shown that no, it cannot. Um, just like I mentioned with some, uh, you know, retails and some bigger businesses, which truly showed how thin some of their margins were. It came to, you have to shut down shop for two months. Okay, no, we're, we're, we're now in administration. 
Um, I suppose that's there's, there's an age. There's an there's an old saying, isn't there, that you're only ever three paychecks away from um, homelessness. Yeah, and I think that was um, yeah, and, and 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 in a funny kind of way. I mean, this is why I, you know, I love the way everyone has a moan at everyone in government. It, 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 with this thing, it wouldn't matter if it was a Conservative government, a Labour government, Liberal government. It doesn't matter what government it was. We were we weren't ready for this thing um, on the on the level, and and and, and, that, and you know, and political point scoring in, in this thing is 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 really low, low if you ask me. And I think they should everyone should stop all of that nonsense. Mm. Sure. You know, I mean, although although I think Labour has been pretty damn good at that, so getting it quite badly wrong in certain areas, as we know. But, so um, um, specifically to crypto, I mean, your communities and your publication, how have you seen it, I suppose, evolve, um, not really pivot? It's, it's kind of gotten almost bigger uh, from my perspective anyway, during, you know, since, say, March this year. Well, look, I mean, the awards ceremony was on the 11th of March. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of my sort of benchmark moment. And I think that the decision really to stop printing um, which has never happened in, in City M's lifetime. I mean, it survived so many different things, um, but what you can't do is deliver 90,000 editions of a newspaper to an empty city, and it's just city. Um, however, whilst I'm on that subject, the really good news is that we're coming back to print on the uh, 7th of September. Awesome. Um, Cryptem is coming back in a slightly new format. It'll be, it'll be a one-pager, not a double-pager, but that's because... We've got, um, obviously, as a consequence, and I'll come back to, you know, CryptoM.io effectively was born out of COVID. Mm. Um, you know, and, and, and I think that you've, you've, you've seen that the, 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 the volume of, of new sections that go up, um, you know, within, within, the, you know with, within the online presence, you know, you know, it's practically a newspaper in itself, and there was mm. never going to be a way that we could do that in print so the print version is very much going to be sort of like a highlight page and you know in any really big news and i'm obviously very keen to keep crypto m daily going which is on the share pages um and i'm talking to a number of um, uh, potential uh, partners for that um but i think you know i mean I, I, again it, you know Really, to answer your question, I've been able to expand a little bit of, of, of the coverage of what, what CryptoM does. And I think that, you know, in the new format, we're going to be looking at ways to add more resource to it, you know, through, you know, as you know, and I keep saying it all the time, I'm not a journalist. So, I mean, it'd be really nice to have a journalist, you know, or two, um, you know, be sort of allocated, which I think is on the cards, potentially. Um, and I sort of become more of an editor at large and uh, you know, which is effectively what I do anyway. Um, but also means that we can, you know, prob- I'd like to introduce, um, iGaming cause I think it's such a, such an important aspect of our industry, um, to go alongside, you know, artificial intelligence is important, blockchain, crypto, digital assets, DLT, tokenization, gaming, internet of things, everything is interlinked, um, in that space. And I think that, um, so that it, it, you know we've got, we've got a wider range of coverage potentially now and so i'm looking at also bringing in sort of specific people so i mean i think everyone's seen that you know we've got crypto am inside blockchain with troy norcross um who could be quite contrarian which i like you know i mean it's it, 
to have a purist, you know, maxi kind of news service doesn't work for me. Mm. We've got to have the the other, the flip side of the arguments and, and actually look at the horror stories as well as the good stuff. Um, and I think, you know, thinking about, thinking about that particularly, I'm deeply worried about potential fallout from the DeFi explosion, which where we've seen, you know, it's now, as of now, something like $7 billion locked up in it. Mm. But then you've got some really good actors in the space. So hopefully that this hopefully we won't have as many bad actors like happened in the ICO boom. But I, I'm, I'm afraid I think there will be a number of Ponzi style schemes. But you know, look, I I, I think that if people are, are, are prepared to take a risk at that level, um, then then they can't moan if they if they, they mm. just can't moan. <laughs> well, I think specifically on that, it's been really interesting at the moment. We've seen, you know, increasing, um, uh, I suppose, institutional interest or professional interest around specifically Bitcoin or Ethereum, maybe not the DeFi uh, yeah. bubble and boom there, but we've seen businesses like Grayscale, uh, you know, hugely uh, up their position in terms of their BTC acquisitions. Mm -hmm. We've seen businesses like MicroStrategy, not a finance business, a tech business that's hedging against fiat currency and taking yeah, and now there are other companies almost following suit There might be smes might be smaller businesses but they're still kind of following that suit into yeah, this is a real digital thing this is a way we can hedge against a, a number of different effects um yeah on, on, on a digital scale that the entire business ecosystem can can benefit well, I, from i think sorry sorry to, yeah. I, I know we've got limited time but i think no, you know, what's what, what's what's really encouraging at the moment I mean, look, I, you know, the whole point of, of, of the, you know, creating Crypto AM with City AM was the idea is to bridge the gap between you know, the knowledge gap between traditional finance and, and well, effectively what we're, we're talking about, which is obviously, you know, uh, digital assets and, and tokenization um, and to a degree decentralization of all of those services and what those effects can have. And, and it's important that there is a communication channel to educate the traditional finances, yeah. and that, that that is the core audience of City AM. You know, I mean, it's our fifteenth birthday coming up on the fifth of September. So there you go, wow. fifteen years. So big kudos to um, the team there. I mean, they're they do just an amazing bunch of people, and it's a privilege to work with them. And, and and I'm excited about you know building crypto and with them further. So you know, but seeing seeing people that you and i both know um you know getting their fca so you know archax the secondary market exchange um getting its fca approval mm -hmm. um gemini has got its approval um you know there's started to be a shift in the movement i mean you've got real wonderful people in government like you know um chris holmes um you know uh, the in the house of lords um who's, who's just a terrific um advocate of the space and lord waverley as well they, you know he, he, he he's on it um so I, i'm going to be working with those guys um alongside you know some other other people on, on seeing how we can expand sort of fintech stuff and and, and obviously i think including within that space you know the 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 decentralized you know, so distributed ledger technology decentralized stuff and 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 um, crypto. And you you mentioned I mean, you know, that, that that's important and, and the institutional side of it is becoming more. You know you've got custodians like Coiny who are doing you know really well. You and and Copper. Um, in fact, you did a thing with Copper. You, you, 
I've been watching you. <laughs> so did you, did you did you do that with Tyler or something? Yeah, with Tyler and the uh, the rest of the team there. Really, really yeah, good cool. experience. Yeah, I think yeah. that one was uh, yesterday or the week before. Mm. Um, but yeah. uh, it, it, you touched kind of on regulation and stuff there as well, and that's obviously yeah. a very strong pull for for our brand as well. Um, yeah. Do you really think that's going to be one of the, uh, I suppose, professional legitimate parts of of this ecosystem that brings more, even well, retail? I mean, I, as well? listen, you know, we we. we let, let us just focus on our territory you know yeah. the united, you know united kingdom mm -hmm. we're leaving the where well, we've left the eu um we've got to make our peace with that um uh we've had a pandemic you know the whole world has changed um and and what we can't do is sit on our um proverbial bottoms uh you know it, we gotta we gotta make sure that that we stay ahead of the game as important as you know i mean germany germany's actually done some pretty good stuff in terms of classification on on on, on crypto um dealing you know it's it's you don't get capital gains on it um so you know that there are things that we can do i think quickly that i, I would like to think should help the industry rather than hinder it but mm -hmm. what worries me is if we don't then we'll get left behind and i agree you know, so yeah, clarification of regulation, encouragement to institutions. I mean, you know, as you say, Grayscale's doing its stuff, but I mean, the, 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 the JP Morgan's, you know, the, the, we saw we saw consensus buying Quorum. I mean, that was kind of a well telegraphed move, especially as JP Morgan invested fifty million into consensus and then they bought Quorum. So I think that's quite cool. It's called a department shift. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> move that away to experts but it shows that institutions are having to take things seriously and also you know i think that de debunk you know de de de-stringing ourselves from some of the eu rule hindrances was going to be very beneficial to the uk mm. i mean we saw during the the pandemic i mean city am were leading a campaign to help the smes <clears throat> and certainly a lot of my community members like lee burkett um you know with his bips thing mm -hmm. um money brain uh, uh you know really vocal um uh, vocal people saying look you know fintech could have helped the distribution um of of support to companies you know and there was a huge amount of criticism you know i, I mean i think i was not alone when my jaw hit the floor when uh, rishi sunak announced that it was 330 billion pounds or 350 billion pounds was being made available to businesses for this and i'm like what but then of course you know three weeks four weeks later sort of two and a half billion had been uh, uh, you know distributed mm. uh, and it was you know viability tests you know all of this nonsense and red tape should never have happened never have happened and, and yet there it was. And I, and I believe that a lot of the banks were, were uh, hand-tied as well by European law. Mm. You know, so it was some really good emerging new sort of tech, you know, technical, you know, much more lean and, and mean fighting machine banks that, you know, that, that new technologies enable. I mean, I think everyone knows that, that um, you know, market view at the moment, crypto is, is in association with Ziglia. I mean, that, some of the team that, that sort of created Starling have created um, mm -hmm. Ziggly, and that's going to be a, um, a really important new addition to the to the mix. Because of course, whilst it's not direct custodianship of of, 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 um, of, of crypto, it's enabling their customers to 
to do that um, seamlessly and it's very, very fast um, and, and, and very intuitive. But I mean, having having those sort of new banks, you know, like with the tide, the starting, I mean, all of these, right, the revolution of this world, you know, they should have been able to distribute funds to people with, you know, with, with need um, instead of this huge backlog that caused, and I think probably might have caused permanent damage to companies that simply can't survive. And I mm. have to say that certainly from what Lee Burkett was saying that, you know, um, I think Barry James at the blockchain, um, the, uh, yeah, he, I mean, there was some people committing suicide because they, you know, weren't able to get their funds on time. And I, you know, I just, the, the human cost of this thing and, and, and elements of mismanagement, I think are going to be looked at very hard and and i think that fintech and what we do um with crypto um can play a massive part in solving those problems mm. not to forget as well in the same uh in the same breadth of these uh the the business relief loans and that that money to be allocated etc uh some of it was also kind of abused you know there was uh, uh oh, yeah, record no, record number of supercars getting bought during that period as well yeah i mean jeff listen um i think the some, I mean, I, I, I absolutely hate retrospective legislation, but hey, the government introduced it anyway at one point. You know, when they were, I mean, I think it was um, Tony Blair and Gordon Brown they wanted to sort of stimulate, you know, films and other technology partnerships and things like that. And, and, and tax law was rushed through. It was so badly written that no, you know, every single, you know, potential wildcat, you know, sort of, you know, bad actuary type lawyer, professional or whatever, you know, saw that there was sort of holes big enough to drive a juggernaut through, um, you know, to create these ridiculous sort of um, defeasance lending loan stuff, blah, 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 blah. But then instead of actually admitting, right, we got that legislation wrong, let's put a curtain down on that, you know, mayor called, but get you lot, you got away with it bad slap you're on our radar but you're never going to do it again mm -hmm. and then put in draconian measures from that point instead of retrospectively um uh changing the law and then prosecuting people on that basis that was so heinous as a, a, i mean I, I knew people who lost their reputations livelihoods and everything and they hadn't done anything wrong they'd followed the law at the time so i think that uh the reason I'm bringing that up is that that genie's out of the bottle. So what they could have done quite easily is, is, is and I think to an extent, it's an, all of the small print. Um, yeah, here's your support loans, your, your bounce back, the bounce back loans are what you're referring to, the mm -hmm. 50k ones. And yes, a lot of people did abuse that by buying Ferraris and all sorts of things. But, you know, way betide them because people don't like that sort of behavior and somebody will know that they've done it and they won't look once the, once this pandemic is out of the way those guys will probably go to jail mm. yeah because it, it, the, the, the precedent is set and they probably should go to jail you mm. know because actually you know somebody downloading 50k to, to to you know at the expense of however many you know school meals that might have been you know it's 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 crazy mm. Crazy, but I think in Switzerland what they did, if I, if I, I mean I don't specifically know, but I was told that practically overnight they had a simple one-page online form, you know, fill it out, and 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 at some point you've got to give honesty and trust a go for if you if you want to get things done fast. 
Um, I can agree with that. It's a really good point, actually. Do what? Really, really good point, actually. You've got to get it honestly and trust to go before I think yeah. of all the... What's the worst that could happen? What's the best thing that could happen? Yeah, I mean, the worst that could happen is people kill themselves mm. and um, uh, lives and families are destroyed. I'd rather try and avoid that than, than worry about somebody buying a Ferrari. Mm. Exactly. So, you know, and, 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 I, and I think that every, everyone, as I said, even the dealerships, you know, should have been a little bit more, well, where do you get the cash from? Yeah, source of wealth. Very, very simple. Not, oh, here's a very, very easy I mean, potential sell. Bus business is booming. Yeah. No, I yeah. completely get it. And um, let's kind of like, skip forward a bit. Um, yeah. What does the rest of 2020 and 2021 look like in, in kind of your eyes? Are we, is there further adaption that needs to happen for the small businesses, for everything else that kind of goes on with that? Is there a light at the end of the tunnel? Um, is there, you know, is elbow bumping the, the, the thing we will do? Well, no, I, th I think the light at the end of the tunnel potentially is, is that the, 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 the virus itself isn't as deadly as everyone thought it was going to be. Um, uh, and yeah, you can get, I, I think that the, I think some of the new strains are a lot more infectious, but they aren't as deadly. Um, I think that somebody, <laughs> I'm actually going to find this joke if I may, because somebody put it up. I think, you know, Johnny Baywatch thing. Um, he's quite funny at the best of terms, but he, um, he put it in the in the in the in the, in the crypto AM COVID nineteen alerts thing. It just it was a moment of levity, but I'm going to read it to you. Um, it's a joke. I'm absolutely furious. Just check the weather, and there is a zero point one seven percent chance of rain, and people are outside without an umbrella. <laughs> you know, I, I get the I get that we have to take everything seriously, and and, and it's quite clear from. From, you know, um, the, the red zones in France, if you look at it today, you know, it's exactly where everyone goes on holiday. Um, mm. I mean, I'm one of the lucky ones. I actually, I, 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 um, you'll know block bioscience within the community. Um, uh, they've got their ID 2020 sort of passed with so their immunity passport and they do a finger prick blood test sort of for the antibodies, um, the GNM test. And um, so I've, I've, um, I've, during the lockdown, uh, when they were starting that, they very kindly um, sent me a whole bunch of tests and, and I took two just to be sure. And sure enough, I had been exposed to COVID. So I had G and I was very vocal about it. And I, I wasn't hiding it. I just went on Twitter and stuff. I mean, you know, I, 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 I didn't have any, any symptoms at all. Um, but interestingly, I, take the I took a test lately um, before I went away, um, and I was negative, which means, anyway, where's the antibodies gone? Now, it, my immediate reaction was, well, that bango is the idea of a vaccine working. Mm. Um, so what's the point? Uh, but, but actually, I spoke to um, uh, Chris Justice of Block um, Bioscience, and he said that that your immunity cells, um, your T cells, have a, have, a, have a sort of a memory. So even if the antibodies might have waned, out of scope of, 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 of test, you've still got the memory. So mm. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to take a test later today. Uh, to some more. Uh, take a test later today to see whether 
my G's are flared up or whether I've got them. <laughs> G's are M's. But this is, it was enough, but the reason I bring them up is because, of course, that is, again, more technology um, coming, you know, innovative, innovation mm. uh, in technology is, has been amazing through, um, through the whole pandemic and people adapting, um, you know, and pivoting has been really, really, really good to see. Mm-hmm. And I suppose that, I mean, uh, for yourself, for the network, for the community, is it, is it still going to be UK-centric for yourself? Is it still a global uh, community for you? Is it UK-Europe? Where is it, where's it going for 2020? Well, I think, you know, by definition, we're a, we are, a, we, you know, our industry is global and it is, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's still a small community. We're nascent industry and mm. I, I don't think, um, well, there aren't many people I haven't met now. Um, <laughs> and certainly, you know, Cardano, for example, is, uh, as you well know, I'm, I'm very close to them and, and, and really like what they're doing. Um, that seems to, you know, they, they seem to, they, you know, they, they, they're doing their um, peer review and, and, and uh, uh, formal methods approach, which I, 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 I naturally probably, um, you know, res it resonates with me more than, you know, building it fast, breaking mm. it and fixing it. Yeah. Um, that works for some people, uh, although I'd say EOS has had a bit of an interesting um, I mean, you know, it's actually had nothing about it anymore. Um, no, I think, I think that all companies, all companies that are, that are uh, already in effect used to working in a decentralized manner will benefit from the whole pandemic. I mean, you know, you know, whether it's Zoom or whether it's somebody else's platform. I mean, there's, I can't remember, there was some British one called, is it Stagleaf? Uh, Something like that. that. Not sure. A lot more secure than Zoom. And, but then you can, you see, you know, people worry about Chinese involvement in Zoom. And then it turns out, well, they're going to split away from them and they're not going to route their things through there. And, you know, all these things get mm. solved. And actually the Chinese deep down are damn good friends of ours and, and we shouldn't alienate them too far. Our history, combined history goes back mm. way too far just to throw it on the garbage truck. Um, you know. I suppose for one last point, uh, just for yourself, what are you, uh, what are your kind of uh, biggest kind of new projects on the horizon? Ah, okay. Um, well, I, I, I've got a, I, I mean, I want to I want to expand with CityM um, what CryptoM is doing. Um, I'd like to be able to. Um, I mean, I'm looking again. It's down to sponsorship ultimately, um, because you know we're a free thing. So business is business, and I need people you know to support what we do. By you know when I've supported them, if they've made some money, it'd be quite nice if they support what we do. So you know the, the an audio podcast is on the on the cards. Um, I'd like to have found a series of that. I'd like to um, ensure that the, the um, Crypto and Daily keeps going forward. And I think that, you know, we've got the various section pieces now. Um, maybe there might be some justification for doing, um, you know, maybe more in the newspaper, but on a daily basis. Um, that's something, you know, again, up for discussion. All sorts of different ideas. And then I think that as, as events come back, We'll definitely be doing that. Certainly, um, I'm scheduling the uh, Crypto Awards 2021 for the 11th of March again. So don't go to Switzerland. Um, uh, and that'll be an evening gala affair, which will be great fun, I think. 
and, and actually be something good, good to look forward to. Mm. Um, London Blockchain Forum has a Christmas party um, uh, scheduled for the 14th of December. Excellent. I think that that would be a really good opportunity for everybody to come back together. And, and, I agree. And, and, amazing and event. Amazing event last year. Throw, throw off all the shit. Um, but on a personal level, you know, I, I've, I've been working closely with um, World Mobile um, since November, December time, um, twenty eighteen, uh, and that's that. I've, 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 you know, I, I, I don't, I don't usually, you know, go loud about things um, in case people think, you know, well, that's compromising or anything. But I'm not compromised with this, by this at all. In fact, a lot of my connectivity in the industry has helped that relationship and what they're doing. And so, World Mobile we're building a mesh network in in in, in Africa, which is the infrastructure that's needed to enable the sort of technologies we're talking about um, to, to, to be used. Um, I've got my own project that I've been working on for many years called Warium, um, and that is, it's totally unrelated to the crypto space in the outset. However, it could, could, and I have the word could, lead to me being able to um, uh, do commodity-backed um, index coin. Um, uh, and just look at the whole mining industry, and I'm talking about not Bitcoin. I'm talking about gold, silver, precious metals, all that kind of stuff. So um, you know that's a, quite a revolutionary business that I'm involved with. Uh, that that, that um, reprocesses um, uh, ores and makes um, and enables the extraction of the of the material from it. And I think that that has the ability potentially to be a launchpad for doing something quite cool um, in the in the space in our space. Um, so yeah, so you know, a commodity-backed thing. I mean, yeah. I know a lot of people do it, but the thing about many people is that they they, they do it um, on a small scale, and that has too much risk attached to it. So the only way boring will ever exist is if I get the first bit done, which is the traditional bit. If the traditional bit gets done, then the global bit can happen, and then that becomes really exciting. Very cool. Very so uh lots, lots, of, lots mm -hmm. of stuff lots of stuff going on there how do people get in touch with you is it twitter linkedin uh anyway I, I'm, I'm pretty pretty easy to find <laughs> twitter it's um uh at city am underscore crypto twitter I th uh, sorry uh, linkedin i think it's just james bowler i mean i, I i'm not sure i think we'll link it on the podcast that's so all there yeah yeah and and and, and i mean you know, to be honest, I mean, email is james.bowler at cityam.com. Awesome. Uh, and I think it's a really, really good spot to end the show today. I think you and I could definitely do another one of these in a few months and, and continue it on from where, where we've left off. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll do it back at the Macanto over a pint again. That was really good fun last time. Um, so for everyone else out there that wants to be a guest on our show, you want to talk about FinTech Crypto, drop us a tweet at Global. send us an email podcast.coinpass.com uh, and one last time I want to thank uh, my guest again uh, James Bowater from CDM for coming on today sharing us a bit of wisdom a bit of his insight what he's up to and uh, really look forward to talking again really soon James thank you very much it's been lovely bye. good to see you again well you too, saved <laughs> for once yeah <laughs> bye bye take it easy bye